Hello and welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast, the show where coaches and coaches-to-be tune in to learn how to integrate mindset coaching tools and neuroscience-based techniques into their practice and grow and scale a coaching business they love. Each week, I'll be sharing easy-to-implement tips, case studies, and business strategies that you can use right away to transform your own mindset and the mindset of those you coach. I'm your host, Lara Young, founder of the Mindset Coach Academy, author of 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, award-winning business owner, coach, and coach trainer. Tune into this podcast each Friday, free on all the podcasting apps, and click to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, mindset is everything. Hello and welcome everyone. I am delighted today to be joined by certified mindset coach, Amy Saunders. Amy is a mindset coach, a content creator and business mentor, helping women to create their most powerful and impactful online content with simple strategies and a whole lot of flow. Amy is also the host of the Soul Shifts podcast, which aims to inspire and empower women to step into their most confident self in their life and business. Welcome, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, it's an absolute pleasure for me as well, because our listeners are going to get some huge value from listening in and tuning in to us today, um, because you're going to be sharing some brilliant strategies with them. But I know that everyone's always curious when I invite alumni from Mindset Coach uh, Certification Program on to learn how did you how did you start your coaching journey? What was that evolution like for you, Amy? So I actually started, I discovered mindset when I was doing my PGC, which for anybody who doesn't know is a teaching qualification in the UK. Mm. Um, so that would be 2019. I discovered the growth versus fixed mindset whilst doing some assignments. And I was fascinated with it. I was absolutely <laughs> blown away. I was like, this is so interesting. And so when I finished my PGCE in 2020, which was during lockdown, um, I was like, I'm very much a learner. And I thought I wanted to do something else. And I wanted to kind of pivot. I had a blog, which I'd done for a few years. Yeah. And I really wanted to kind of lean into that mindset. So I kind of pivoted the blog to a coaching business. But I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, I knew what I was doing blog-wise and content-wise and like the actual business setup. I was like, yep, got this. But in terms of the coaching, I was like, um, don't really know what I'm doing. So I started out chronic illness coaching and helping women with chronic illness sort of overcome the um, mindset and the the, the the inner beliefs around the chronic illness because there's so much there um, and I started a podcast and I did find a little bit of success over that year but really deep down I was like I don't really know what I'm doing in terms of like how to support these clients like I can take them so far but I can't go deep with them because I don't really know what I was doing um, and then I found you and the Mindset Coach Academy in I think it was like the summer 2021 um yeah. and decided to just go all in and and commit to that and honestly it was one of the best decisions I made for my business I learned so much with mindset and now it's something like a backbone of what I do in my mm. business which is incredible yeah and I love the way that you I mean you were a very um prolific blogger and a, and a very good very good at writing and content thank and, you <laughs> you know I love look I absolutely love the evolution of your business where you know, tell people what you're doing now, because I think that's, you know, that's an interesting sort of story as well, Amy. 
Yeah, so I started my blog as a chronic illness blog in 2015. Um, when I started my business, obviously, it changed to chronic illness coaching. So really, for six years, it was very focused on chronic illness. And actually, during the course of doing the Mindset Coach Academy, I realized that by focusing so much on chronic illness, I was actually holding my own health and an improvement and mm. recovery back. So I decided to pivot solely on mindset and confidence. And then what transpired was that the people I was attracting were all wanting support with confidence and mindset, yes, but in their content and showing up online and sort of igniting their voice online and, and feeling empowered when showing up because a lot of people were struggling to actually, they, they knew what they wanted to say, they knew how to say it, they knew the strategy, they knew what they were doing, but actually communicating that and showing up and getting their face on camera was a real block for them. So I ended up just sort of thinking, you know what, I know content. I love content. People keep coming to me. Let's just really go all in on that. And so I did that sort of probably towards the end of last year, maybe just just about a year ago. And since doing that, I've never felt so aligned in what I'm yeah. doing and also my clients have probably had better results because I know exactly what I can do to support them yeah brilliant and it's interesting isn't it I think that we as coaches we do tend to have this metamorphosis this evolution where we start to realize that by integrating our existing strengths and skills into our coaching that's where the magic really happens yeah um and it sounds as though very much that that's what's happened you know, with you. And you do have this unique blend of expertise in mindset coaching, energetics, and then content creation. So can you just explain to people how they intersect and how that combination influences the effectiveness of the content that that people produce? Definitely. So I'm a very strong believer that you need a blend of everything. I'm not heavily strategy. I'm not heavily mindset or energetics like to me it's a holistic overview it's like anything like too much of one thing can be detrimental so it's like a blend holistic blend of everything and I really believe that the strategy only gives you the steps it gives you the how-to but if you don't have the mindset to support you then you're not going to be able to take those steps and that's the thing that's actually going to get the results so you can give anybody a strategy you can give two people the exact same strategies the exact same steps and one person will absolutely fly with them they'll go and create the most incredible results and they'll take risks and they'll be confident and they'll go and get it and then the other person will be stuck because they don't have the belief and the confidence to go and do it but yes. you've given them the same starting point and so this is where the mindset comes in and this is what I help a lot of my clients with because so many clients know the strategy like they come to me and they're like I know what I'm doing and I'm like I know you know what I'm what you're doing but it's why aren't you doing it and that's yes. where we begin to like why yes. aren't you doing it And sometimes as well, and this is where the energy comes in, sometimes people are doing the steps, they are taking the action and they're like, but we're still not seeing results. I'm still not calling in clients. I'm still not um, growing my audience. I'm still not whatever. And it's because the energy is not there. They are doing the things, but they don't fully believe in themselves. So maybe it's a case of they're playing safe. They're not saying what they really want to say. Maybe it's uh, they are doing it, but they're just not being the full selves or maybe they're, you know, like I've pivoted so many times, they're holding themselves back because they don't allow themselves to pivot because there's, there's a whole, you know, 
there's a whole thing around that as well like yeah. stick with one thing and go all in on that one thing and when you're kind of flitting about I, I had a big block about flitting about myself and be like oh I can't just stick with one thing and and actually when I just leaned into that and allowed myself to follow what was mm. meant to be my path then you you evolve and you go and you work out what is meant to be so yeah. sometimes you've got the strategy you are you you're confident enough to be doing the steps but it's like you're kind of just going through the motions rather than fully believing it and that's where the energetics come in so it really is this like holistic blend of of all three to to create that magic yeah and I think you know I think energetics is 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 a big part of mindset and a big part of that too believing in yourself but also believing in the services that you offer Mm. and you know there is a lot of talk we hear a lot about authenticity and showing up as your true self online, especially when it comes to building that online presence. So with people who, you know, who need to have, who want to have the confidence to show up authentically um, and also the confidence, as you say, to kind of lean into really what they want to do and to evolve their business. Some people call it pivot. You've called it flit about, (laughs) Um, you know, what what advice would you give people who are a little bit hesitant or fearful about putting themselves out there? I'm a really strong believer that if you've got a call, like if you've got a desire, then that's that you're supposed to follow that. Like yes. that the desire is there for a reason, right? And so it's following and trusting your intuition. So for me, when I was feeling a bit um icky about keeping going with chronic illness, and I realized that actually I feel like this is holding me back and there was quite a lot of things coming up for me. And I really felt like I just wanted to zone in on confidence, confidence coaching, mindset coaching. There was a huge part of me that was like, but chronic illness is all I know. Like, I I don't know enough to just go on confidence. And And I really had to sit with myself and thought, but why am I having this desire? Like, if I don't do this, how is this going to impact not just my business, but actually my life, my health, my relationships, like all of the other things that go into it. So it's leaning into it and really just trusting that you've got that intuitive nudge for a reason. And you can sit on it for six months, for a year, for two years, but it will probably still be there. And you've got to at some point bite the bullet and just say, okay, let's go for it. Let's just see where this takes me. Because it might not be what you expect. It might not be the path that you've decided on, but the universe has crazy plans for us. And we don't know what those are. We've got to just trust it. Absolutely. And I think there's a lot of trusting ourselves in that too. I mean, Absolutely. you know, you were showing up very much and I, and, you know, I think we've had this discussion before about how if you're, if you have a chronic illness and you're focusing on chronic illness and chronic illness with your clients, then, you know, it can in a way be part of the identity. And what happens mm. then when you heal, are you, you know, are you no longer kind of resonant with, with those clients and very much throughout, you know, you've demonstrated that confidence always, um, you know, to be able to kind of, you know, move forward. And I think one of the things that you've, you've also done, Amy, is to do it with, with ease. And you mentioned that very much that this is not about struggle. It's not about, you know, hard, hard work, feeling resistance. It's actually about being in flow. And that's what you really help your clients to do is to, do what is almost natural to them, but giving them the skills, but so that it becomes easy and natural rather than difficult. So talk to us a little bit about the importance of, you know, being 
we can be overwhelmed. There's so many different options we've got for content creation. There's so many platforms and tools. How do you help people kind of navigate that so that it is easy? So I, again, I come back to this like strategy and and mindset, like Mm. There are a hundred different ways to do anything, right? There's like yeah. to build a business, to do coaching, to create an um, an audience, build a community, whatever it is you want to do. There's so many different ways. And you can listen to Tom, Jerry, Harry, Steve on all of these different things. But at the end of the day, like you've got to do what feels good for you. And when you do what feels good for you, that's where the ease comes in. So a lot of the time people are overcomplicating strategies and they've got all these mm. complicated funnels and this and the other. And it's not to say that those are wrong, but especially when you're in the beginning stages or you're on your own doing it, you know, you're a solo entrepreneur or whatever it is, all of these complicated things just are noise. And they're just more things to think about when actually all you need to do are, you know, if you're building an audience is to create content, to show up, to sell your offer. Like yes. that's it. Like if we, if we really boil it down, create mm. content, like put yourself out there so people can find you obviously serve your existing clients and sell your offer. Like if we boil it down, those are the three things that actually matter and will actually get you results. So we don't need all of these extra things. These are things that you can add in at any point. And quite often the source of the overwhelm is because you're listening to the shoulds and it's like, oh, well, I feel like I should do this. Or like, I feel like this needs to happen first. Like before I can do this, I need to do this. And there's like, there's so many rules um, that you're putting on yourself. And it's just about releasing all of those and just coming back to, again, that confidence and that trust in yourself to know that actually you do know what the best thing is to do. And that's obviously the mindset coaching side of things. Like, what do you feel is the best thing? Trusting that you do have the knowledge and you do have the skills that you need to be able to do X, Y, Z. Yeah. And the ease really comes from that trust. Like yes. I I used to overcomplicate content so much and, and I was doing a blog and yeah. I'd be like, oh my God, I don't know what to post. I don't like, da, da, da. like there'd be so many things I was overcomplicating it. And when it felt most easy was when I was in that flow and just trusting that what I wanted to say was what people needed to hear. And that's all that mattered. And yeah. like, it gets to be that simple. Want to learn more about how you can become a certified mindset coach? Head on over to our website, www.mindsetcoachacademy.com forward slash coach certification, and you'll find all the information that you need along with a button to book a call with me to talk about how you can become the best coach you can be. When we think about it and we think about, you know, people's behaviors, people's beliefs, their emotional states, their thoughts, all of those things that that comprise mindset. What are the things that most people, have you noticed a, a kind of trend as to most people come with X problem or X thing that needs to be resolved when it comes to the work that you do? Yeah. So typically my clients fall into two, mm. one of two categories. So you've either got the person who's been following the strategy religiously like they've got the strategy nailed but they're not having any fun with it and they feel like they're stuck and they're just going through the motions and they're like I don't really know why I'm doing this but I've been told to do this and I'm not really enjoying it which obviously then means they don't want to show up they don't want to keep doing it and there's blocks around that or you've got the person who is so far in their flow and so far in their ease they're actually just not doing anything they're not they're leaning back so far they're falling off the chair (laughs) so it's like there needs to be the blend so I find that people either come 
in in either one of these and you can call them strategic mindset you can call it you know masculine feminine whatever you want to whatever feels good for you but typically people fall into these and and what I help people do is really find that balance and Mm -hmm. and it's not that you're always going to be like 50 50 sometimes you do need to be a bit more 70 30 towards strategies sometimes you do need to be a bit more in flow you know even this year we're eight months in and I've I've been swinging back and forth depending on the season of life that I'm in you know when things are busy in my personal life I rely more on the strategy and the structure to be able to keep going in my business but when there's kind of like my personal life is quieter my health's doing well then I can be a bit more flowy with the business because I've got the time and the space to be able to do so. So it's not always about 50-50. It's about finding that balance throughout the different seasons of life to be able to find your balance, okay? Because again, it means something different for everybody. And also feel into what works best for you because someone who is heavily in the strategy but hates it might actually flourish and thrive in being in more flow and just having a little bit of structure there to support them. But like, actually they've got so much flow. They've got so much space to be able to change, to be able to pivot, to be able to do what they want each day. Whereas someone who's like heavily in the flow is like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just like all over the place. Maybe actually they do need that more structured strategy to support Mm. them to be like, okay, what do I need to do? Here's my to-do list for today. Tick, tick, tick. I know that I can do that. And then I can go live my life. So it's really about meeting the client where the clients are and finding their own balance between the yes. mindset and the strategy. Yeah, and I think the interesting thing too is that I think if you are so far in strategy where it becomes a tick box exercise, the energy of that gets transmitted. No matter what words or graphics or whatever you're you're using on social media or in a blog or whatever, that gets transmitted and communicated. Mm. So, you know, that energetic piece around, am I believing in my offer? Am I showing up confidently? Am I authentic? Mm -hmm. Am I living my values? Whether we write that down or not, it just gets communicated so incredibly. You know, really leaning into all of that is is really important. I mean, a lot of people think about you know, mindset as being just about beliefs. We know it's much more than that. But are there any beliefs that you're finding people have that that crop up frequently with your clients? Yeah. So the biggest things are like fear of judgment, fear of criticism, perfectionism a lot. And these are the kind of things that's like, oh, well, what if so-and-so sees this and judges me? Or what if if I say something wrong and I get cancelled online? You know, that's a big one. Or if it's not perfect, people won't um, trust me as a service provider, as a coach or whatever it is that they're doing. You know, they won't want to hire me. They won't want to work with me if, if my graphics got a spelling error or whatever it is. And And all of these things, I've been there. I've been through this journey myself. I'm an English teacher, part-time English teacher. And so like the perfectionism was real. (laughs) The fear of having a spelling mistake. I'm like, oh my God, I'm an English teacher. I shouldn't have spelling mistakes. And and actually, I remember doing a masterclass once and on my slides, mid-masterclass, mid-flow, I noticed this glaringly big spelling error. And I just have to sit with that and think I can either make this a thing and like let it derail my masterclass which is so powerful or I can just ride it and I think I made a little joke about it being like oh here's the English teacher made a mistake never mind and I do it with my students when mm-hmm. I'm when I'm teaching as well like and I think actually what I help my clients is is, is perfectionism 
when you show up imperfectly, people see you as being real. They see you as being a human and they can resonate. They can relate to that because we are all human. We all make mistakes and trying to aim for this like perfect caption, this perfect graphic and having everything just absolutely perfect. It's just so unrealistic. And actually that's the thing that holds most people back because it's impossible to reach the level of perfectionism that most people are trying to reach. And so allowing your clients or like for me, when I'm teaching my students to actually see, you know what, miss can't even spell that word. So you know what, it's okay if I can't spell that word. It means that they can resonate with me. If a client sees that I've made a spelling mistake in a post or, um, you know, the graphics gone a little bit wonky when I've saved it, or I don't know, I've, showed up on, on my Instagram stories without any makeup on, they they can go, oh, oh, well, she's done that. Well, I can do that too. I don't need to look perfect. I don't need to do this. I don't like, and it just gives them that permission slip to be like, oh, actually, I, I don't, I don't need to do this this way. So a big part of the the mindset beliefs is is around breaking down that perfectionism because there's so many beliefs behind that as to why people think they need to be perfect. Um, you know, fear of judgment, fear of criticism, like all of those things. And it, again, it's different for everybody. Um, but that's probably one of the biggest things that I see is like, oh, but I can't do that yet because I don't fully know like mm. what I'm going to be doing or like how the colors are going to look or what the graphic is. And I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> It's interesting. I I did a I did an earlier podcast episode seven the seven beliefs behind procrastination uh, procrastination, and one of the things is about it has to be perfect. It's a way mm. for us to procrastinate, right, to prevent us from failing, etc. And it is so interesting how how we do that to ourselves. Um, and yet, as you say, when you're in flow, when you're showing up as your true self, you are much, clients are much more compelled um, to get in touch with you, to relate to you because you are real and you're human. And, you know, content content creation is about a dialogue. It's a relationship. I think a lot of people think a post mm. is just a one-way, one-way traffic, but it's actually not, you know, and, and I think that's always one thing that we need to remember is that we're communicating. You can't communicate in a vacuum. Whatever you're putting up on social media, you're communicating and there's there's a dialogue, even though you may not hear it. <laughs> there's a relationship that kind of goes on yeah. as a result of all of that. So um so yeah it is it is fascinating. And I I think um you know the work that you do you've mentioned having a strategy like the foundation like the steps that you that you take and getting clear about those. And I know that you've run an incredible challenge. You've done it live a couple of times and you've got a special gift for everyone, a freebie that's going to help them um, that we're going to put the link to at the bottom of this episode. Do you want to just let people know it's it's a PDF um, and it's highly valuable? Take it away, Amy. Let our our listeners know what (laughs) you've got in store for them. So this is a five-day content challenge. And as Laura says, like I've I've done it live a couple of times, but it is a PDF that you can download anytime you want and run, do it yourself whenever you want to. And the idea behind this is to blend the mindset with the strategy. A lot of people, when they come to content, they start focusing on, 
okay, what does so-and-so need? What do I need to do? Okay, what are my content pillars? What are, like, And it just gets so bogged down with like all of the how-tos and da-da-da. They're not actually creating any content. And if they are creating content, it's not really like mm-hmm. true, authentic content. It's just kind of like, oh, well, that, that's like a three steps to do this kind of thing. So the idea behind this challenge was to help you reconnect back with yourself first. So this is this is like the foundation of what I do with my clients. It's I help them reconnect to themselves first and foremost and, you know, connect to their bigger vision, reconnect to their strong beliefs that are going to support them and release the limiting beliefs, reconnect to their affirmations, reconnect to the action that they actually want to take and reconnect to all the things that make up them and then they can start thinking about their content. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this challenge takes you through five days of prompts for each day. You'll get three journaling prompts for yourself and then three content prompts for your ideal client in your content. So, and if you do it properly, like day by day or week by week, whichever one you choose to do, it will take you through. So like the first day is goals and bigger vision. The second day is like mindset and limiting beliefs. And so it really takes you through that evolution of yourself Mm -hmm. and then helping you create content from that place of feeling completely connected with yourself, confident in who you are, clarity in what you want to help people with. And so then you can put out your most confident, empowered content. Brilliant. Fantastic. And that, I mean, that's an incredible taste of the work that you do. Um, And I know some people will be listening and thinking, well, actually, I wouldn't mind working with Amy one-to-one or working, you know, getting in touch. So tell us, tell us how you work with people. What's the typical way that that someone uh, works with you and can benefit from your expertise? So Amy, tell us how people can work with you. So I primarily do one-to-one work with my clients. Um, I've got a program called Ignite Your Impact. So we work through four key pillars for this. So the first thing we do is get clarity in who you're serving, the impact that you want to create. We really connect with that bigger vision and work through any of those mindset blocks and beliefs that might be holding you back. Then we move on to the visibility. So this is the juicy part. This is where we dive into your content. We really simplify and refine your strategy. So we release all the shoulds and the rules that you've got floating about. So you can get super visible online. You're consistent. You feel confident. Ideas are flowing. And you're building an audience who actually want to work with you. And then we work on your offer. So behind the scenes, whilst you're showing up and doing your content, we're working on this offer that you feel really confident in promoting and showing up and selling. Because when you've got an offer that you fully believe in, your content actually is so much easier and you can show up with your sort of magnetic messaging and it all just becomes so much easier. And then we obviously work on momentum because you will be an action-taking queen and I am an action-taking queen. So we'll be doing a lot of action-taking throughout our time together. And I don't just leave you in the lurch. We will put together an action plan. So when you leave working with, with me, you have complete clarity, confidence in your offer and in your content, you're consistent and you're attracting the clients that you really want to be working with, dream clients that you just can't wait to show up for. Wonderful. It's been so lovely catching up with you again, Amy. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Thank you so much for having me.
Oh, absolute pleasure. And we will pop all of your details below this episode, including uh, your social media links as well. So you can uh, follow Amy on social. And I know that she doesn't mind if you want to ask a question of her once the episode's out in the DMs or whatever, feel free um, to ask her anything. And yeah, brilliant. And I know I've taken away some great nuggets from this episode and I know everyone else will have too. So thanks again, Amy. It's been been an absolute pleasure thank you so much well that wraps up this week's episode of the mindset coach podcast remember to join us next week for another episode and subscribe on itunes leave us a review if you've loved it share it with your friends and i really look forward to learning how you're implementing the tools and techniques that you're learning here mindset is everything <laughs>